Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Put in promo code Topher for 10% off your purchase. New Hampshire Vape Gallery and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 120. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. I am coming to you from my living room, and I'll get more into that in just a moment. But first, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all my subscribers out there. I greatly appreciate it. Keep sharing, rating, and reviewing all the podcasts. If you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. So one thing I'm asking everybody to do, go click that subscribe button. It's the most important thing that you can do for me. All right. Uh, If you want to get more involved with the podcast, you can always write an email, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. You can do a video, a voice message, an email, but just make sure that attachment has slowed down in the subject line, and that's going to give you an opportunity to get some free slowdown merch. All right, so again, that is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And of course, you can follow me. I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And now with all that out of the way, how's everybody doing out there? It is Thursday, July 21st, 2022, and how are all of you? I am doing Well, I'm doing a lot better than I was. Um, I have to put that out there right off the bat because, you know, I sent out a message and I was down. I was down. I was out and I was feeling just, I was feeling beaten up. I was feeling like uh, I can't get back to where I was and this inflation and has been killing all of us. Um, right. And we all have our breaking points and mine was last week. You know, my, my car broke. Um, I'm not finding any way to pay for fixing it. Um, I did figure a few things out, but where inflation has gone up, you know, 9.5% on an average, Some things are more, some things are a little bit less, but on an average, we're looking at 9.5%. And our jobs, let's be real about it, are, if you got a 5% raise, you still are taking a pay cut today. And I was feeling that, Um, you know, after a lot of discussion and things with, the owner and everything else, uh, we ended up figuring a few things out and now there's a little bit more light at the end of that tunnel. The only problem is, is that it's not going to mean anything if this inflation keeps up, right? If this keeps going, that might not mean anything. So it has me still worried, but now I can at least get the car fixed. I can put groceries in the fridge. And I can put gas 
in my tank, which will allow me to get back to and from work. Because that was my biggest concern. I don't know about anybody else out there, but I have not filled my tank in almost six weeks. I literally have been stretching everything to the max, and I am at the point where, you know, I'm doing like 60 bucks in my tank, which gets me just under three quarters, and that's 120 bucks a week. And I was like, okay, so if I do it this way, I'm still pushing fumes. I'm just under that quarter. I hate going below a quarter of a tank of gas. I don't know about anybody else out there, but that bothers me. There's a lot of crap in the bottom of the tank. That stuff starts floating into the jets and everything else. It causes more issues. So my rule of thumb is, is you never let it go below a quarter. Um, but that's something that I've had to go against because of all of this. So hopefully now um, we can see some things turn around. But not to get too into it because I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, of course. Um, you know, third world countries right now are completely falling apart. I don't know if you saw. I don't know the country. I don't know the guy. Um, but hundreds of thousands of people stormed this capital. And then there was a camera showing the guy that was supposed to be in the capital fleeing to some boat. And when he fled to the boat, you know, they, they all took over this capital. I mean, it was worse than January 6th. It was being rummaged through. Like, all these people just taking all this stuff and going through every friggin' crevice of that capital and pushing him out, and then he resigned. I don't know if that's what people were hoping was going to happen on January 6th, but, man, it was crazy to watch. But this is not the only country that this is happening in. It's happened in a few different ones, and they're at the point where there's famine, um, crime is outrageous. No one can afford to do anything. They've lost all, almost all their natural resources. Um, it is getting bad. So when I said in the past that I thought things were going to get bad, I was only talking about America. I'll be honest. I wasn't even thinking of third world countries. They are all collapsing. And I guess from what I've heard, they're going to be the first ones to collapse, and then it's going to trickle down. It's going to keep trickling. So it will eventually um, get to the point where first world countries will start getting that bad, or there's a possibility it could get that bad here. I don't want to see that. I don't want that. How do we fix this? Does anybody have any answers on how to fix any of this? I don't think so. You know, I don't have any answers. I'm just holding on for dear life, hoping that, you know, something's going to change and we can get through this. But then I also saw, right, we've been feeding Ukraine billions of dollars, millions of dollars in money, billions of dollars in weapons. When they get the weapons, they get distributed and we don't know what happens to them. So they haven't even... All the weapons that we gave them, they didn't keep them all. They went to 
poor. Uh, uh, I, I'm not even going to say the places that they went because I don't know. But they got spread around, and we have no idea if if they have the weapons anymore because we have no record of it. We did. We weren't like, here's the weapons, here's the paperwork. Let us know if you're not hanging on to anything. They just got to pass them out and do whatever they wanted to them. So they got $40 billion worth of weapons. How many of those do you think they sold? I think half. I think they turned around to their neighbors and whatever, and they were like, we need money. So they sold a ton of our weapons for cash. And we have no idea whether that's true or false because we have no idea if they actually held on to all of them, which scares me. And then you find out that now... Not only are we fist bumping the Saudis, which I think is a complete disgrace to America. I mean, they literally murdered an American journalist and we're now fist bumping them, trying to get these assholes to give us oil when we should be fixing whatever we had and doing trades with someone else. We should be doing it with somebody else. But what now, But because I don't agree with anything going on over there. I think that's a complete disgrace to all of us. We know what they did. They are murderers, and they are not going to be good. Their intentions are not good, I don't believe. But now we're supposed to, like, you know, bow down to them and fist bump them and make friends with these murderers. So that what our oil prices go down or our gas prices go down, which I don't think they're going to. So it's just so disgusting. But then I also find out that we have uh, uh, we've been we've been giving Russia stuff too. What is going on? Why are we doing this? Why are we feeding both sides of this war? And why do we want it to continue? Right? Because this is just hurting everybody. And I just think it's so gross, and I want answers. I want to know what the hell is going to be done to subside all of this, to bring us back to a point where we can actually strive and not keep declining. Um, you know, because I put in two and a half years of my life, um, you know, to fix everything that I've been doing wrong financially for 27 years, right? And I know that's not a lot of time to fix it, and I understand that. I know it's going to be a battle still. But now I'm watching all that hard work go down the toilet because of all of this. So what are you going to do, Biden, to fix this? Because you're the one that has the control, and you're not doing shit for us, you know? And it makes me mad. <sighs> but things are turning around. Uh, as of right now, my car is in the shop, right? And uh, uh, I got I to get a couple things fixed on this. Uh, of course, the things that I thought were going to get fixed, um, they're no longer an issue. The codes are not coming back. The mechanics can't. Uh, replicate what's going on. Uh, but they did find a couple other issues with my car, and now this is going to cost me $1,000. So that's fun. At the same time, 
Uh, I got a call from Verizon because I had to get a new phone, which is always fun, right? And they were like, hey, uh, did you mail that out? And I'm like, oh, shit, no. And they're like, well, you got to mail it out. It's been five days. And I'm like, ugh, all right. And then I'm looking for the box. I left it in my car. I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to get How am I gonna get this, right? How do I get that box back? Because I'm, I'm at my... I'm at, I, I'm at my house, and there's no reason for me to leave at the moment. I'm trying to record a podcast. I'm trying to get things done. And then I call the eye doctor because I do not like the new progressive lenses that I got. I thought they were good. I like the fact that, um, you know, when I looked down, things were clearer um, up close, but... If I moved quickly or turned my head when I was driving, my vision would always hit the progressive side of the lens. And then it'd be like almost underwater, like in a fishbowl of a sense. And I was just having a real, real hard time with it. And uh, I called them today and they were like, you need to get down here now if you want us to keep these within warranty. So... Oh, here's an opportunity. So I leave my house. I go down there. I, I take care of uh, the eyeglass thing. They're going to fix my progressives. I'll get those back in August. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm already down here. And it was crazy, too. I had to get turned around, go up a whole bunch of different one ways before I could park and go in there because there was a restaurant that caused a fire and a giant evacuation. <laughs> down on elm street so i get all around that i get in there the lady's got it in august 1st so i'm like all right let me go back to the car and i might as well go to uh the shop where my car's at because they sent me and they're updating their system and stuff so everything's a little bit new to them as well but they sent me this link and you go into the link and you can approve all the work they're going to do on the phone and I was like, okay. And then it was like, but multiple things. Like, it was like, do you want to have this part fixed? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I clicked that. You scroll, and I decline a bunch of stuff. And then all of a sudden, I saw the same thing. And I was like, oh, all right, I approved this. Well, it tacked on more money, but it was the same amount. So it was charging me twice. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, screw technology. You know, I, I, I still have my problem with tech. You know, I'm 43. This shit is moving faster than I can learn almost any of it. So I was like, screw it. So I drive over, right? I drive over to them and I'm like, hey, I don't really understand this. Maybe you can explain it to me better. And he goes, you know what? You're here. We can just approve it right here. And I go, cool. Let's get the, uh, there was a steering column that's connected to a U-joint or a ball joint. Well, that all has to be replaced because that's got too much play in it, they said, which I'm hoping is the reason why it's been pulling left. So I, I, ha I have to get an alignment. And do you think there's a break on the alignment? No, no, no break on the alignment, but you have to have it done when you have this part removed. Cool. And then there was uh, uh, one of my sprayer jets on my wiper. Um, 
I had to like turn it with a pair of pliers to get it to spray where it is spraying now. And they're like, this thing is toast. And I was like, all right, put a, put a new one on. So I'm having those three things done. It's going to be like a grand. My mechanic ended up calling me and was like, dude, I've done these. You don't have to spend this much. And I go, yeah, but I have a loaner. I have a way to get around. The parts have been ordered and they're going to have the car done by tomorrow. And he's like, oh, that's actually really good. I, I, I would have to do it on Saturday, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. So everything would take longer if I was to go the cheap road. So I'm like, I'm just going to pay the money uh, and, and I have to use a credit card. I'll be honest. I don't have cash for this shit. So again, watching some of my work go down the toilet. But if I don't have a car, I can't get to work. If I can't get to work. I don't make a paycheck. And if I don't make a paycheck, I can't pay bills, right? It's a, it's a domino effect. That's the way this world works. We do not have proper transportation around here. There's no public transportation that's going to get me from Manchester to Seabrook in 46 minutes <clears throat> like my car does. Not going to happen. There's too many stops in between, so it's just not going to happen. So, I go and see him. I approve everything. He writes it all down, tells me the price. I say, thank you. I get the box out of my car because that's where it was, of course. And and literally, they're here and the UPS store is right here. And I was like, oh, great. Get the box. Go over to UPS. Boom. They scan it. I get the receipt. I get the approval that Verizon has been notified that it has been shipped out. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. So I nailed all that. Uh, Talked to my mechanic. We're going to do the brakes, pads, and a bunch of other shit that they uh, listed. Um, You know, because that stuff, I don't need to loan a car for that. I know he can do that in a couple hours for me on a Saturday. And it's like, just I'll just be a little bit more gentle with the brakes. They're shaking a little bit, which indicates a warped rotor. That's fine. I can deal with that. You know, a little shimmy uh, until then will be fine. Um, but yeah, it's just been a crazy friggin' day. You know, getting up at 530. Uh, I've been journaling every single day except for my breakdown day. That's it. So I, I was having a hard time getting into it. I finally got into it. I've been doing it for three months now and I missed my first day on the 16th. Um, and I was a little bummed out that I missed it, but I was like, you know what? You had a day. You had a day, man. We all have days. And, and my day when I broke down, um, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a post because I don't believe anybody makes posts like this. Like there are some out there, right? And I, I've seen some people do some TikToks and I've seen some, some posts, But you have to agree with me that most of the posts out there are fun, they're funny, they're they're, uh, enlightening, they're people working out, eating healthy, uh, uh, you know, silly videos of people failing, and you can't always have that. That's not life. Life is trouble. Life is is hitting a brick wall and trying to figure out how to get through it or over it. 
And sometimes life just makes you feel like you can't go any further. And that's how I felt that day. And then after that post, I got so many phone calls, right? I got, I, I, I knew as soon as I made that post, there was one person that was going to call me right off the bat. I knew it. That, one, that was probably one of the reasons why I didn't want to make the post. And he did. He called me multiple times in a row, and I had to, you know, deal with customers and shit. But I ended up calling him back. We had a long conversation. He put me in a better mood. Then I got a bunch of I, uh, uh, DMs on Instagram, and it was just so nice. You know, there was at least four to five people that reached out, let me know that it, it it's going to be okay. Um, if you ever need to talk, we're here. Um, and that was enough to make me reconsider um, everything, really. Uh, it put me in a better mood by the end of the day. Things weren't fixed, you know. It still wasn't. But... The difference was, is I wasn't dwelling on it anymore. You know, I had some feedback and some positivity and some jokes. And that allowed me to stop thinking about what I was thinking about for a little bit um, and reevaluate my emotions. And uh, I just believe that, you know, we all need to do this, right? If you know somebody that's down and out, you you gotta you got you gotta reach out to them, you know. Um, and I was very very thankful that everybody reached out to me, and I I did make a thank you post, um, but it doesn't go without me saying that this is happening to everybody. Everybody right now is struggling in one way or another. Unless you've got a million dollars in the bank. I don't think you're struggling that much. If you got a million in the bank, you know, you might want to readjust your <clears throat> your lifestyle, you know, if a million dollars in the bank isn't cutting it. But, um, you know, for, for everybody else out there just scraping by, uh, trying to make it in this middle class that doesn't exist anymore, um, you know, I, I'm right there with you. And, and I feel for you and, you know, I hope that people are reaching out to you as much as people reached out to me. And if they're not, then you got to get better people in your life, right? Cleaning out that closet, only bringing positive people in, that is what's going to uh, bring that into your life, you know, because of all the stuff that I've done in my past and and cleaning that closet out these are the only people in my life now so these people are so positive and have so many you know a better look on life and i really needed them and they were there and that meant so much to me now i'm not stopping there at all um i'm going to be looking into getting into therapy but this time i'm not looking for uh, a shrink because, you know, uh, a psychologist, right? Psychologist, uh, they have, um, they can, they can, uh, prescribe medicine, right? 
I just want to see a therapist this time. I just want to talk to somebody. Um, I'm not looking for a medication for any of this. Uh, you know, getting off of alcohol made it so that I don't have to go back to medication, you know, cause I can control my emotions, even though I break down, I cry, I get angry. Um, but it's not like, it's not like it was, you know, but I still have my issues. So I want to talk to people. I want to talk to somebody in a third party. That's not my friends and family. That has a non-biased um, view on what I'm saying. And I think that's very important. So I am going to be looking into that next. Now, back to my living room where I'm recording from. So what I've done is, is I've taken my entire uh, podcast stuff out of the podcast room because I want to have more guests on, and I'm pretty limited to who I can have in my house, to who will be able to come over my house, um, because that's where my podcast studio is out of right now. It's out of my house. I don't make any money from this, right? Uh, I need more subscribers in order to get monetized. I need a thousand subscribers. I've got 143 um, and, and I need more people to subscribe in order to be able to make money off of this. So this costs me so much money every week. I think it costs me anywhere from, uh, a hundred to 300 bucks to do an episode. Cause that's how I value my time. Um, so that being said, I can't pay people to come on to the podcast, right? I don't always have free merchandise for them. So I've now made it so that I can travel. Yes. I've got my laptop right here. All right. And then I brought the roadcaster down and I got my two cameras. Now I'm still trying to figure out how to turn my phone into a camera so that I can have a third camera, right? Because my phone shoots in 4K, my Sony shoots in 4K, and then I've got a 2K USB camera. So technically, I've already got three cameras on me. So as soon as I figure out how to turn my cam, my phone into a camera, I'll be able to start doing that three camera thing um, that I like so much when I watch a podcast. Um, but right now I got everything set up right here and I'm so excited because now I'm going to be able to do a podcast anywhere. So I've got ideas in my head, you know, I have to make sure that the weather is going to be really good, but I can do an outside podcast like Ari does. Um, I can do podcasts from remote locations. I can do podcasts at people's house and I've already gotten permission to do podcasts out of New Hampshire vape gallery. So I am super pumped that I finally got my ass in gear and took everything apart and set it all up down in my living room just to verify that I can do this. 
So that's why I'm in my living room right now. So I hope uh, you're enjoying this. I, I, I did a test run, and I like the way it sounded. I think the lighting could be a lot better, but I'm, I'm, I'm working with what I got right now, so I hope you enjoy it. This is like talking from the couch. Um, I will have to say my chair is much more comfortable to uh, sit upright, you know, but I don't, I don't know if I really, oh, I mean, I guess I could sit back and relax, but then I start to get lazy, I think. But yeah, so I always like to be upright anyways. But yeah, so this is what's going on. This is the next evolution of talking with Topher, um, you know, learning all of this on my own, uh, figuring it all out by myself. It's not easy for me. All right. It's just not. I, I like pen and paper. I like all kinds of weird old things and uh, getting out of my comfort zone and setting all of this up multiple times, getting the laptop to make sure everything connects to it properly, making sure that the glitches are not too bad. I did do a test video and there was a small glitch in the camera. Um, uh, uh, while it was recording. So I don't know if you're going to see a little bit of lag um, because the processor in the laptop is not as strong as the processor upstairs. So <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But I can take my laptop. I can take all of this equipment with me and I can go on the road and I can do podcasts from other locations. So that was the one thing I needed to figure out. And now that I got it locked down and it's working, sky's the limit. I've already got my guests set up um, for next month. Uh, we will be recording that probably in a, in a, I might even do it this week uh, just because I can. So I'm pretty excited about that. There's two or three people that just could not make it to my house. And now I'm going to be able to have them on the podcast and not, and I think the shop is about midway, so that'd be a good meeting spot anyways. Um, and then, of course, there's a podcast that I want to do uh, with Lucas Valet, who was on the podcast months ago. And uh, he got his new dojo. He's got all kinds of cool stuff going on. So I wanted to have a podcast with him and his dojo. And I also wanted to do a podcast with my professor, but he's also extremely busy. But now... He's always at the dojo, right? So now I can go there and do these things. So all great things to look forward to. Um, but like I said, this costs me money every time I do it. And um, the only way to fix that is to have more of you subscribe. And I know that I have to be better at this and I have to be more engaging, maybe more fun. And I don't like to be fun on the podcast. And it's my own problem to get over because I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm the best speaker and I don't know how to, I don't know how to have fun because I'm so focused on everything working that I'm like, I'm focused, right? And then that's why last week I got a little high. I did it really late at night. Um, I tried to have some fun with it, so I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. Um, if you haven't, at the end of the uh, 
at the end of this episode, click the link and go check out episode 119. Um, of course, check out all my guests. Tyler's been on twice. Lucas Valet, um, Deborah's podcast. I mean, there has been some great guests like Bill Morris, uh, Rick Hahn, Olympic, uh, Judo. Uh, I mean, it's just been so much fun to be able to have guests on the podcast in the first place. And I am very grateful for all of that. Um, but now... Now I can do some traveling. So go check out my guests. Go check out the podcast. Go check out the shorts, all right? Um, and, and and just share this thing, okay? Uh, I just, yeah. I just, I want this to be my everything, and I need your help to get there. So uh, thank you for everybody who already does those things. And I, I just, again, thank you to everybody who helped me through a really tough time. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or click the link in the description below the video. This website is amazing. They've got all the best shit you're going to want. That's right. You want awesome t-shirts with great designs and bright colors? Well, you got to get them right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And now before you check out, you put in the promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get 10% off your purchase. They got board shorts. Um, They've got all kinds of products. Their women's leggings are hot and spicy, and I love them. Go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com that's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com if you're not sure how to spell it it's right here at the bottom of the screen or click the link in the description below the video and before you check out now use promo code t-o-p-h-e-r and get 10% off your purchase. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. We've got everything you're looking for. That's right. THCP, HHC, Delta 8, Delta 10. You want flavored juice? Menthol flavors. We've got disposables, 5%, 3%, flavors, tobacco, salted caramel, you name it. We got it. It's in stock right now. So come on in and talk to the guys at the gallery, and we're going to help you find what you're looking for. I got some amazing CBD loose leaf. I got some great chillums from Chillax with some THCP in it. Uh, This stuff is amazing. It's going like crazy, but you can only get it here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. That's right. We're located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call. 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I love this website. It's amazing. All my sponsors are amazing, but small business is where my heart's at. I'm a small business, right? 
So I support more small businesses. And naturalbossnh.com is one of the best ones. It's woman-owned. It's small. And their products are amazing. All five of them. And you can get all five of them here today. Their salve, their lip balm, their body balm, their foot and body soap, and of course, their beard oil. You can get all of these here today at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Buy one or all five of these products today. Um, But now that I'm... Uh, through all of that, I don't have the capability on my laptop like I do on my computer upstairs. So unfortunately, I can't share some of the videos and stuff. But did anybody see the Instagram post on Reels on Instagram? Uh, the name is B-R-O-T-H-E-R-H-Q. Brother H-Q. And this video uh, is a video of the moon. And the video of the moon, right, you're watching it, and you see this little black dot go off the moon. And then you hear the person that's recording go, did I just see that? And they go back, they rewind the video, zoom in, and you see the moon really, really big. And they're, as they're rewinding it, you see this black dot. And then they hit play. And it's, it looks like a rocket leaving the moon. Now, I don't know if this is real, if it's made up. I have no idea. But boy, oh boy, did I get fucking goosebumps. Because I'm watching this and I'm like, what could be on the moon? And, and I mean... I don't know if there's any life on the moon or not, right? But what could be leaving the moon? And before that, there was two craters, I believe, that were from rocket debris, which we thought was one of our rockets, right? Like space trash, I believe is what they said. I believe what they said was is the impact was definitely from an old rocket that was just floating around space. It must have broken through the atmosphere and crashed down onto the moon, giving it two new craters. So I'm assuming it went through the atmosphere, broke in half, boom, boom. You get two new craters, right? Um, But this video that I watched, it looks like something leaving the moon. And if it is leaving the moon, where is it going? And who is it? Is it China? Is it Russia? Is it Elon? I don't know. I don't know. But it gave me goosebumps. It freaked me out. It could also be made up. Could be fake. You know? Kind of like a bunch of other stuff that's out there today. It's so easy to fake stuff now. You know, we got those deep fakes where you can basically, anybody who's been talking on a mic for longer than, you know, a year has enough uh, things said that you can actually put together, like you could, you could take, you can make a fake me. You could take my face, put it on, I don't know, somebody's body, and then you could literally have my have my head saying words that I've never said because there's so much that I've said out there 
that it the computer is capable of putting together sentences for me. You type in a sentence and my voice is out there and I probably said all those words at one point in time, maybe not in that sequence, but you can make a deep fake of me. So, I mean, is this like, are we going to have to have technology that deciphers whether or not something is real? And if we, if we are going to have to do something like that, uh, do we have the capability today already to like, if I watch a video and I'm like, oh, this is, this has got to be fake. Is there something or a program that I can put that video into and then that program will dissect that video and be like, no, this element's added. This is an original. Like, it breaks it down to the original filming. And then it all the layers, it tears out the layers and is like, no, this is added, added, added. This is uh, uh, computer graphics. You know what I mean? So do we already have that capability? And I'm just that silly. I know I have editing capability, but... Is there something to be like, uh, you know, take a video of this person and you put it in and the computer is like, oh, this is not this person. This person's face and voice was added into this original video. And now that I've dissected it, that's the program. Uh, here is the original video. And I just think we're going to have to have shit like that. Um, because this deep fake stuff is getting crazy. And like, like Joe Rogan said, he's got hundreds of thousands of hours of, uh, talk that's been recorded and that's out there. And it's so easy to make a deep fake today. You know, you would have to have technology to break that deep fake down to prove your innocence, right? I mean, we're going to have to have this stuff. It's it's so wild. What a world we live in, huh? The the world seems like it's ending, but like the technology is so crazy today that like it's like it's like the best and the worst time to be alive. Um, do you realize how many things you're logged into on your phone today? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't really pay attention. I download an app, I log into it, I make it so that I can log in and out of it quite easily, whether it's a pin or a fingerprint or whatever. So I never have to really think about my logins and stuff like that. Well, my speaker on my phone um, died. It basically died. So every now and then I would record a video and it would uh, just be staticky, super, super staticky. And I'd have to delete the video. And of course, every time that happened, I was satisfied with the video, but the sound was shot. And I was like, ah, motherfucker. So I called him up and I was like, look, I need a new phone. I got the new phone. Well, let's see. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday, I got the new phone. And then it took... Friday and Saturday to program the phone because <clears throat> there were things that I haven't used in a while that I was that was logged into and of course as soon as you're like going through the phone and you're like clicking on all the apps that you use the most you know uh, that's how I did it that's how I programmed my phone I I went with the 
most used apps all the way down to the ones that I don't use that much. And, oh, man, I was so worried about my wallets. This cryptocurrency, and it was like, oh, well, what's your question? And I was like, oh, I don't know my question. So I had to, like, go on the computer, look it all up, and, and, and figure it out. But I was like, this isn't even a question. It was seven fucking random words that I had to put in a specific order. They had to be spelt in that specific way. And then I was allowed to get my wallet back. So, and if I didn't get that, there was no getting that back. And I did, I knew about this, but I've never come face to face with it. I wrote, I got it all written down. I got it all documented because I was like, I don't want to go through this again. But I didn't realize how much stuff I'm actually logged into, how much uh, we are just so dependent on these phones today. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm like, man, I kind of wish I could pull away from the phone. But where the podcast is so tiny, I can't do that. But man, so much stuff. And should it take eight to 10 hours, you know, for you to program a phone and get it all up to speed and get it back to where it was, you know? And and then, of course, as soon as I format the old phone, sure as shit, I'm like, oh, no, I forgot about this and this. So I had to go back into my the new phone and... If I didn't have those things on there, it was already too late. I already formatted the old phone. It was blank, you know? So if you have to get a new phone, just make sure you're backing everything up. And one thing I like to do before I format it is I literally go through everything. But again, there's so much on our phones today that even I myself miss a couple things here and there luckily shit was backed up it was downloaded but I was like oh my god I can't believe I forgot this it was my grandmother's voicemail that I was freaking out about yeah so I was like oh my god what if I deleted her voicemail and oh my god so I went back into my voicemails it was there then I went into my downloads it was also there. So I got, I still today can hear Ma's voice. And you know what? I talk about her all the time, uh, stuff like that. So let me do this real quick. Because I, I find this to be fun. Um, I got to go. So many damn things on these fucking phones. Does anybody else find their phone? Uh, you remember what it was like? Flipping through, like, you're reading a magazine, right? And you're going through the magazine, and you are, uh, uh, you know, you're going through the magazine, and then all of a sudden, you, you put the magazine down, and you're like, oh, this thing was really cool. Let me show it to you. And I pick up the magazine, and I start flipping through the pages, and I'm like, why can't I find this? That's how I feel about these things today. I'm like, what the hell? So this is this is Ma, and I listen to this every now and then. 
because it makes me laugh because unfortunately <laughs> she was not trying to get a hold of me. So every time I'm feeling down or I miss her, I play this for myself. Hey, Linda, it's Ma. Give me a call when you come in. I want to know if you're coming tomorrow. I don't know if you can come into Massachusetts. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God. I miss her so much. I miss her so much. Um, But it was so funny. You know, she didn't. She was trying to get a hold of my mom, making plans, you know, to come down and see her and stuff like that. You know, this is all during lockdown because um, she died relatively soon after that. And uh, I, I, I just, it makes me smile every time. You know, she was an amazing woman and I, talking to my uncles and my dad and there's so many more stories that. I'm never going to get to hear from her, uh, but it's always, it's always nice to hear her voice, but I don't want to bum anybody out here, but I hope everybody out there, uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. All right. I really do. Um, a little bit different coming from the living room. Uh, but you know, uh, this is what's going to be happening right now. I'm going to be moving this thing around. I'm going to try and do podcasts from other areas. Uh, I want to do some stuff from, uh, my backyard because I don't feel comfortable talking in front of people. I don't feel like right now I'm by myself. My, I got two dogs and that's it. Nobody's listening to me. When I record my podcast every Monday, I'm up in the computer room. The podcast, I'm, I'm up in the podcast room, and there's nobody there. And I try to record my morning videos with nobody listening. And I think this is a problem. I think it's a problem because I watch all these podcasters, and they do their ads in front of people. They do their beginnings and endings in front of their guests. They do everything everything in front of people and I don't know how to feel comfortable doing that yet so I'm going to start off a little slow I'm going to do it outside I'm going to do it in different places and people will be around which means they're going to hear me which therefore if they want to listen or whatever then I have to be comfortable with that because if I'm comfortable recording myself and putting it out on the internet anyways, why am I so uncomfortable actually talking to people or talking in front of people, you know? And this is something that I have to get over. I have to get over my insecurities of myself um, and realize that if I do want this to go further, you're going to have to do it in front of people. You're going to have to do this. Yeah, in front of people, right? If I have a, a guest on and they bring somebody else with them, you know, whatever, then I have to be comfortable having that conversation with that person with the other person in the room. And I'm not, you know, but I can't, you know, I don't want to be 
uh, like rude and be like, nope, nope, it's just me and you. Nobody else can come in the room. I know Rogan does it, but in his studio, they've got screens in the waiting room. You know, he's got like a green room in that place. And the people's friends or wives or girlfriends that show up with them when uh, they're going to be a guest on Joe on Rogan's podcast, their their uh, their person that they walked in with is sitting in that green room watching them record the podcast live. Now, even though he doesn't distribute it live anymore, that's not my point. My point is. There's always somebody watching them. And that's where I need to get myself to next. I need to get more comfortable doing this in front of anybody. I should be able to, you know, if, if somebody was over my house right now and they weren't a guest, I sh- my wife, I should be comfortable doing this while she's in ear distance of me. So things I'm working on, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to try and make this grow Um, and I thank all of you out there. I really, really do all of my subscribers. I thank you so much. Um, I, I really, really do. Um, uh, I appreciate all of you. Um, like I said, just keep spreading the word, share, share this thing, share, 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 spread it out into the algorithm. Okay. I need your help to make it bigger. Let's get up to 200 subscribers by the end of the year. Come on, people help me out. All right. I really do appreciate you. Um, of course, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. All right. Hit that subscribe button. That is the most important thing you can do. But if you want to, go ahead and set those alarms so that you know when all the new podcasts upload. Share, rate, review the podcast. That's all very important. It pushes it out into the algorithm and gets it to a bigger audience. All right. So I greatly appreciate you doing all of that. If you want to get even more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Go ahead, put slow down in the subject line. You're going to get an opportunity to get some free slow down merchandise. And you can send a voice. You can send video. You can send just a regular typed out email. Doesn't matter how you do it. Just Get it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. All right. And then, of course, I'm on social media. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go follow. I appreciate it. And with all that being said, I hope everybody out there has an enjoyable rest of your Thursday. And as always... I will talk to you later.